0: For all of those who wanted to know, was there life after the pain?
1: On our behalf. Yeah, I know you laughing. Those of you heard Kane.
0: Yeah, you right. I sure did. I said i never take him back again. Well, it's a woman's prerogative to change your mind,
1: isn't it? Oh, we do it all the time. Yes, so Ripi, pie, Betty, right. You remember thing thing. that night?
0: It's just that you know me. And when we pulled you your drunk
1: you anties move. You
0: know one thing, John is talking. What song were y'all singing?
1: This was but one I of the songs
0: nothing
1: no It was this and no pain no gain I knew it But don't you remember thinking back just a few years When people used
2: to try to help you
0: stay together They find out you were on the verge of breaking up They used to cook up a little food and
1: Really, Thank <laughs> you. Us at the, the intersection. intersection. I am your host, Malika Salam. You got to say the whole thing every, every time, time, like, like a tri call quest and, and a pimp, pimp named Slickback. And of course, with me is my wonderful co-host that um I bribe regularly to come and hang out with me uh, while she still thinks I'm even a modicum of cool. Welcome the chocolate girl wonder. Hey all oh, Hey, what's tea?
2: What's really tea?
1: Well, you know, we are definitely going to be getting into the tea. We had a break last week. Um, not by any fault of our own. We were just getting started, hitting our stride, trying to get the whole podcast up and running so we could come back and hit y'all with the launch details. And we were completely sidelined because this rude... Absolutely rude. Just Hurricane. no home training.
2: Don't know how to act. Can't take them nowhere.
1: Right. But apparently she felt like she was invited everywhere. Right. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hurricane Irma um, came through rec shop in the Caribbean, in Florida, where we live, um, all the way up through Georgia. Like, Hurricane Irma left somebody left the door open and she just came through and acted an entire fool. Like one we live on the west coast of Florida and there's it's been a very long time since there's been a legitimate hurricane here. Uh it's hurricane season every year. So this is our second year. This is the fourth fourth hurricane that we were fourth? Yeah, that we were told about there was one that first summer because it flooded and we were stuck in the house for a week. And then there was one the second summer, um, and it just blew a lot of trees and wind and stuff around. Because remember, we lived around the corner, and that house, that white and red house behind us, the tree fell yeah, over yeah, on yeah, the I house. And then um, when Matthew came earlier this year, because we're really concerned about Uncle Danny not leaving Miami, Hurricane Matthew, that's when uh, Nene and them had to leave Savannah.
2: Oh, you were to evacuate the other
1: house. Yeah, they yeah. had to evacuate Savannah. And then this hurricane hurricane. so I mean it's not as if this was like oh it's a hurricane that doesn't happen it's Florida hurricanes happen we knew that I'm from Cali I grew up with earthquakes I I don't know what the drill is for hurricanes Um, I spent 19 years in Memphis I don't know what the drill is for tornadoes I know you're not supposed to go I know you're supposed to get in the tub get in the closet go to a low-lying area But like I grew up with duck and cover drills, (laughs) like where literally instead of just having a fire drill, like you would have to get under your desk and duck and cover and you had to know what the evacuation plan was. So I, you know, natural disasters happen kind of everywhere. Um, and unlike earthquakes, which give you absolutely no preparation, we had some time to get ready and people were debating whether they were going to leave or not. Um, it was never a debate for us. I always knew if they told us to evacuate that we would, cause that's just the smart thing to do. I know a lot more people are affected after the hurricane, um, because they didn't evacuate because they didn't secure their things for whatever reason, um. It wasn't projected to be as bad as it was. So I wasn't going to take a chance, especially after Harvey. My cousin didn't evacuate in Harvey. Thank God she you know, was able to um, survive Harvey with her life. But a lot of my friends who are in the Houston area um, lost everything, lost everything. So I've been there before. I've literally lost everything more than once in my life. So um, the fear of losing everything wasn't as prevalent for me. The fear of not living to tell about it, not living to make it to the other side of the experience was far more important. So um, getting my family out when they said evacuate and not hesitating was definitely imperative. Um, Speaking of imperatives, it is still self-care month. And as y'all know, my motto is Self-care, self-care is an imperative. Uh, that is my motto. That is my mantra. Those are my words to live by. My form of self-care definitely during the last couple of weeks was evacuating. It was, you know, thinking enough of myself to care enough about myself to follow directions, which I'm not always good at, um, especially from authority figures and like like government agencies and whatever. Um But I care enough about myself and I care enough about this wonderful human sitting next to me and all the humans that I'm relative to that it was important for me as a means of self-care, of preserving myself um, to follow instructions. Uh, I wanna say thank you, an immense thank you. I don't even, the word thank you doesn't even begin to cover the amount of gratitude and appreciation that I have for the support that we were shown. from Thank the you. yeah, from the time I said, hey, we're going to be evacuating um, people, sent prayers, supplies, resources. They checked in regularly to see where we were, where we were going, how we were. Um, financially, emotionally, spiritually, we were literally just covered from the tops of our head to the soles of our feet. I'm so appreciative and grateful for my tribe. Y'all hear me talk about them all the time, but no doubt, no matter what anybody ever says, no matter what my negative experiences were you will never hear me talk down about memphis i don't know how the being from somewhere by way of somewhere works but i'm originally from california that is where i was born and raised i didn't move to memphis until i was an adult and then i spent 19 years of my adult life in memphis growing up um and then i moved uh, a little over two years ago and my tribe in memphis my community in memphis Absolutely 100% held me down as they always do, as they continue to do. Um, Again, there was just not a need that wasn't covered. There were people dispatching angels on our behalf. There were people pleading the blood of Jesus. There were people doing rituals. (laughs) Like like whatever people's belief system was, they dug into that and they anchored us. And that meant the world to us. Because you have to understand... Like, we've never gone through anything like this before, so that in and of itself was crazy. It was like, oh, okay. So wind and water, and our house may be covered in water. And then after the hurricane, there's a thing called a a storm swell, and that's when the water goes up higher. So a lot of times, it's not the wind and the rain that do the the damage. It's It's the flooding, because the water gets sucked out, and then Whooshed back in whoosh in in this way that can basically um it's called a swell and it can basically cover houses buildings whatever it's like a tsunami almost so um so yeah that was like just super surreal and then we i evacuated with my company so my partner had to stay here because of her job she's mandated to work the shelters because in order for the shelters to function they have to have people there and they can't just depend on volunteers because sometimes people get spooked and they run and some people on her team got spooked and run and they some punk asses but we'll talk about them later when we call folks out. But, and maybe they're not some punk asses. Maybe, you know, their thing was we're, I'm evacuating, I'm going with my family. That's my priority. That was their form of self-care. However, if you have a mandate to stay on the ground and take care of people, people like doctors and nurses and police officers and firemen, they're not allowed to leave. They have to stay in order for there to be coverage. And I was super proud of her for staying and for covering and for taking care of the people. And I see Bella on here. Hey, Bella. So, um, super proud of her for doing that, especially because it meant that we would be separated during that time. I got on the road with the kids and the dogs and evacuated with my company. Shout out to my company. I can't say their name because of a non-disclosure form that I signed in case I act a fool on the interwebs at any time. They don't want to be associated with that. And I don't blame them because I might act a fool sometimes. Um, And they don't want to be held responsible for that. But I will say that while I do not typically enjoy working for other people. I have enjoyed um, being employed with this company so very much and their heart just shone through during the Hurricane Irma evacuation. Um, Those of us who were willing to evacuate with them, they did pay for our lodging for us to re-evacuate even when we were rerouted. So initially the storm was supposed to go up the east coast and that's um, that's on the other side, that is Orlando, and uh, I think that's Destin, those places over there, and uh, on up Savannah, Um, so one, well, that's completely different, because one, it was the size of Florida, so Mm -hmm. if it had hit land at a category, you know, four or three, it wouldn't have mattered whether it went straight up the middle to the east or to the west. It was going to do damage all the way across because it was as big as the entire state of Florida. Two, um, it did move and it kept moving westward. And so they had moved us up from initially we were going to Valdosta and then they were like we're going to move from Valdosta because it seems to be edging its way over to the west so right now it's looking like it's going to go straight up the middle so we were going so we weren't going to Valdosta now we're going to Panama City Beach cool we're going to Panama City Beach I've never seen it now this is an adventure now we've got a trip let's go to Panama City Beach well we had to we had to evacuate the day before so we wound up going to Atlanta because that's where all of my other family are close in the area. My sister is up there. My niece and uh, nephew were evacuating from, uh, well, my niece was evacuating from Savannah to meet up with the other family there in Atlanta. I've got cousins, so we were good. We were like, okay, we well, bet. Best friends, uh, my baby mama. So it was like, okay, bet, we're gonna go to Atlanta. Mm. Atlanta is six hours away. We left out of here like, okay, surely there's going to be traffic. People are evacuating. It'll take Probably us about eight, eight or nine eight hours. hours.
2: Fourteen hours.
1: Baby. Fourteen, 14 whole,
2: hours. whole hours. That's a trip to Memphis plus two Plus hours.
1: two. That's a trip to Memphis and then just go on to Little Rock. Like, just go on Not even to Nashville. <laughs> like, Literally. that's how much we drove. And then we get to... Valdosta, which is kind of the midway point before you get into Atlanta, and they're boarding up. Governor Governors now said state of emergency for Georgia. They are evacuating 94 of their 100 counties. So we're like, okay, we we'll bet. We're here with family. Worst comes to worst, we just hunker down here. When my job calls me the next day, they're like, hey, are you on your way to Panama City Beach? Well, we decided early that morning, let's go ahead and meet up with our group. So we're with our group where we're supposed to be. Because also, they're evacuating 94 counties. So, we get on the road, heading to Panama City Beach. They call me. They say, we are now leaving Panama City Beach because the storm has moved again. It's coming all the way over to the West Coast. And it's going up further north than we expected. So, Panama City Beach isn't going to be safe. We got to Panama. So, now we're evacuating Panama City Beach. So... We get to Panama City Beach um, right at dusk, and it's jet black. Like,
2: like the it clouds... was kind of scary. Like, like, it was a thick darkness, like, in a it
1: was... Yeah, like, the clouds had already rolled. Mm-hmm. And it was... We were... So, we they put us up at a resort, because my company, again, super nice, put us up at a resort, bar, pool, jacuzzi, all of that was shut down because... The storm is rolling in, and you can't even see out towards the ocean because it's so dark. Even though we're literally standing on the beach, you could not see 15, 20 feet in front of you. Okay, so now it's getting real. Now it's starting to look like a storm because when we left here, it was blue skies, big, fluffy clouds. So, you know, it didn't look ominous. It looked like, okay, well, we're going to get out of town before anything happens just in case. But really, it doesn't look like much is going on. So we get on Panama City Beach. They're like, we're evacuating to Louisiana in the morning. Now, let me say this. Hurricane Harvey just happened on the other side of Louisiana. So people have been evacuating from Houston to Louisiana. Louisiana New Orleans specifically, the Ninth Ward most specifically, was the site of Katrina 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. Does not seem like a likely place to go if a hurricane seems to be following you. Because it followed us to Georgia, said, no, you can't stay at Panama City Beach. Doesn't seem like Louisiana is the place to go. So I asked the kids, I was like, hey, we have a choice. At this point, we can go ahead and meet up with our group, you know, stay with the group, go to Louisiana. We can go back to Atlanta, whatever. The kids were like, Mom, if a storm happens and it takes
2: you to Louisiana, you You go go to Louisiana. Louisiana." (laughs) No, you don't just go to Louisiana. You go to New Orleans, Louisiana. They looked on the map and they were
1: like, literally, once we cross through these borders, if we're just following the edge, we'll be going close to New Orleans. So we may wind up in New Orleans. They were like, but if we don't, if we wind up in Shreveport, we're going to New Orleans. Because, how do you go to New Orleans? How do you go to Louisiana and not, and not go, to go to New, New Orleans? Orleans?
2: New Orleans. Not New Orleans. So, not New, Orleans. New Orleans.
1: So, it turns out that my company actually evacuated us to uh, Covington, which is the North Shore, which is across Lake Pontchartrain um, on the very long bridge from New Orleans. So, literally, we didn't even put in the directions for the hotel because we left out so early and we were ahead of everybody. Um, we went ahead and just put in the coordinates for New Orleans. And we just swung through New Orleans. Like, that was our first thing to do Mm. when we got there. Just French Quarter. Just take in the city. We rode around the French Quarter. We just kind of mapped out things that we may may want to do. And then we went um, and ate and got settled into the hotel and waited on the rest of my team to show up. And then they got there. And uh, we hunkered down and just waited for news so I was working I was on duty because a lot of the people who evacuated late or didn't evacuate um, once the storm started rolling Louisiana really like Ryan for real if you've been to Louisiana then you know it's it's really New Orleans and Lake Pontchartrain and a little bit of Baton Rouge and a tiny sliver of Shreveport Shreveport and like a Fingernail size fingernail. piece of Thibodeau. Like it's really, it's really just New Orleans and Lake Pontchartrain. But I don't want to have folks mad at me because I know it's other places. But it's really just those two. So, um, so we waited. We waited. Uh, we tried not to watch the news. We tried not to panic. My uncle did not decide to evacuate. Hey, it's Dia. Hey, Dia. So, my uncle decided not to evacuate Miami, so we were super um, concerned about him and how that was going to look. And he's a native, and at first he was like, eh, I'm not going to evacuate the state, but I'll evacuate my house. Last minute we called him, he was like, I ain't even evacuating my house. I'm going to put up these hurricane uh, shutters and be done with the whole thing. Pray for me. Um, So, that was scary. So all of this is happening and the storm rolls through and it's it's bad. The news makes it look way worse than it is. It's bad uh, and there is some flooding and then there's a whole lot of power that's lost. As y'all well know, especially my Memphis folks, we've been through enough. I was there for Hurricane Elvis. So um thank you Dia. I again we were saying at the at the beginning of the video how grateful we are for just all the covering that we had and all of the well wishes, all the folks who prayed for us and sent energy you so much. Because um it could have turned out very very differently. So uh Irma got down to a category 1 by the time she reached our area. She did do some damage. Um there are all around our neighborhood, there are trees that are down, people are still cleaning up debris. Um, we've cleaned up some of our debris. We lost Seymour 2 and the bananas that were on Seymour no, 2.
2: Seymour 2, you mean Audrey 2?
1: No, Audrey 3 is over I here. I mean, Audrey 3. Yeah, yeah, Audrey 3 is here. She is still thriving. There's still oh, bananas. We're going to have two. to do um, some love work on her uh, to to bring her back. Um, they are very, our plants are very storm-worn. Um, and let me tell y'all how I know that prayer works and how I know that all of the well wishes and the energy and the meditations and the ritual works. So before we left, so we have a spirit room in our house. We have a spirit room. We have altars. We have places where we can talk to our ancestors, um, where we send them energy, where we make offerings. And man, listen, so Dia, what you have to understand is that these bananas and Audrey three did not fruit until after that solar eclipse. Which is how she got her name, Audrey 3. Because that baby is blessed by the moon, the sun, and the stars. Like, she wasn't going nowhere. She was like, uh, she's like, no, I am the tree planted by the waters.
2: There's no competition. I
1: shall not be moved, okay? So, (laughs) Audrey 3 did not budge. Um, Seymour 2 gave up the ghost. But this is how I know. How real the covering is because again, all around my neighborhood, I'm seeing people having to um, have tarps over their roof, waiting for the roofers to come in and repair. Um, I'm seeing trees down, I am seeing you know piles and piles of branches and debris, and just it's crazy. So, we have uh, three big trees two in the back, and one in the front. Uh, one in the back on the side of our house has very large branches that extend out over our roof. One goes over my daughter's room and our guest room. Well, we moved all of our stuff from the spirit room because it's a sun room and it's literally a wall of windows. We moved all of that stuff to the guest room, uh, relocated the spirits, put everything up, said our prayers before we got on the road, and then we get back and my partner shows me where the big branch that was over the guest room slash my daughter's room has come down and it's so was so interesting and which lets me know that this was like nothing short of a miracle is that the way that the branch came down it should have fallen on the roof over the guest room or over my daughter's room it should have it should have
2: but the that way the guy is says
1: what gravity would have dictated, that is what science would have said. It defies logic that it didn't. But those spirits were in the guest room and in my daughter's room and y'all have been praying and sending energy and that branch wedged itself, corner in a little, in a weird corner in our yard. Like it doesn't make sense how it fell. And it was so big. Like, when I got back, they had already broken it down. The neighbor had to come across with a chainsaw and saw it down. That's how big this branch was. Like, I'm not talking about a little, you know, a this little a flimsy. Boy I'm boy right. not talking about a switch, okay? I'm talking about a branch. The like she
2: said she'd be your grandma. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm
1: not talking about that. I'm talking about a real deal branch. Um, the switch your grandma
2: actually tell you to get right when she
1: say quit playing with me when I tell you to go get a switch don't bring me back none of them little skinny right I'm going to take three of those and put never mind because now we're going into child abuse and we're not going to talk about that we are going to give this praise report though and say once again you can't tell me what's real and what's not real when I came back and I shouldn't have had um, a roof and those two rooms should have been gone annihilated and they weren't because that branch fell in such a way that that didn't happen. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. For all of the energy, all of the prayers. Because the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Now, before I get to Holy Roller, because at the end of this, I'm going to play New Memphis Anthem. And y'all going to be like, wasn't she just praising God? Please understand that the Lord knows my heart. And that I am definitely a work in progress and that I'm going to celebrate and that sometimes it's a twerk in my spirit and I just feel the need to let it out so that we're never confused about what this is. I am all of those things. Um, Above all, I am grateful. So we returned home um, to minimal damage. Our power went out. Our power was out for about three days. We were gone from our home for a full week when, man, listen, listen. Dear, find somebody. We know somebody who could put that on a shirt. I need that on a shirt. Find me between righteous and wretched, okay? Find me between glitter and goon, because that's real. That's real. Um, glitter and goon. I'm just saying. I be doing magical shit. I do. Um, and sometimes it has a hood twist to it.
2: Are you a gooder? Well, you need to be a better.
1: Stop. <laughs> <So, laughs> So, Ryan, I'm officially electing you to make these t-shirts cuz my Jesus, trap music.
2: put it on a shirt. Right, put it on a shirt. God loves, tra-
1: God loves trap, God. trap music. Ryan said her Jesus created trap music. I'm with it cuz I feel like me and trap G- trap music Jesus have a lot to discuss and he could understand. Trap yoga?
2: What? I'm
1: just saying he understands my heart, he understands my mouth. So, um so we so we made God it through y'all. His mouth. So we made it through. We are here, we are whole, we are only a little bit worse for the wear. So part A of self-care was getting out, doing what we were told to do, following instructions. Um, We drove all total to get to a place of safety about 24 hours in like a 36, 48 hour period. It was
2: a lot of driving. Jesus wasn't no pump.
1: He wasn't. He was turning over time. Postal you know.
2: pump. <laughs> Just like
1: that. So, um, so we made it. And then when we got back, the real work began. Because that's when you, you pitch in to help your neighbors. That's when you make sure things get cleaned up. That's when you check in on your folks, make sure everything is okay. Um, that's when you start cleaning up and putting stuff back in place. And you realize that stuff isn't where you thought you put it because you were rushing and you thought that you had put it in a place and you get back and it's not there. And then you start freaking out and you're like, oh, my God. And then when you're gone, you're thinking about all of the stuff that you brought and what you should have brought and just it's. Crazy um the amount of preparation and how stressful that can be. And so just getting back and getting into a routine has been a lot. And then my schedule changed. So trying to get rest and adjust to the new schedule. Like it was just all been so much. Um, I have done a whole lot of sleeping. I am if you are not a member of the nap ministry, let me say this: that is real. The nap ministry is an actual thing. Um, they believe that naps are a form of resistance. Let me go ahead and get you their, uh, their information like asapsually. So you can find them on, uh, you, you can find them on Twitter at the nap ministry. You can find them on Instagram at the nap ministry. Um, you can find them, I believe they are also on Facebook. just Google the nap ministry. Like, like it's a thing and they are real and they got numbers and I believe in them. Um, naps are restorative. Naps are absolutely resistant. Um, and I mean, that's their platform. Yes, girl, that is their platform. A meditation on naps as resistance, an artistic and spiritual examination on the liter- on the liberating power of naps. Girl, they hold nap ins and everything. That Let should me bring tell napping you.
2: back into school because I'd be tired in class.
1: Like man. Th- this is why I'm telling you. This is this is the tea. This is what I'm telling y'all. Y'all need to get up on the nap ministry. It's real. And um it needs our support. So yeah, you can right now you can definitely find them. On Twitter and Instagram at the nap ministry NAP. just like all the naps that you've taken naps we take those so um, I have been doing a whole lot of naps extended naps power naps um, restorative naps whatever type of nap I needed I have taken it and I have not felt in the least bit guilty now let me back up a little bit because I, I took us a little bit further I said um, That's what I'm saying. Why don't you have your membership packet? Listen, I'm going to need y'all to get on this. I'm going to need y'all to like and tag and share and um, bring some light to the nap ministry. Because, listen, that is a blessing. That is a blessing from on high. And y'all need to get that good word. Um... These pictures, y'all. Okay, so I'm going to post some of this stuff. Y'all know in post, I will go back and put the videos and the links and the whatever. Um, and the pictures. Yes, but the yes, pictures. man, some of these these nap photos. Y'all, listen. Um,
2: Preach.
1: Listen, the nap ministry is the bomb in Gilead. Okay, if you didn't know. If you don't know, now
2: you now know. You know. Now.
1: Um. So, also, let me rewind. We were across the bridge from New Orleans. Do y'all think that I just worked that whole time and napped that whole time? Oh, but no. We went into New Orleans, so
2: yeah so I'm going to look for a boil. So, oh, yeah. yeah,
1: this child is over here talking about boils. So I didn't really post a whole lot. Um, I just wasn't in a posting place. I wasn't. It was a lot, and it was a lot to try to navigate and you know disseminate information and make sure that people knew what they were supposed to know when they were supposed to know it in terms of where we were and how we were doing Um, and so on social media I did what I could Uh, definitely my big brother was like on my ass he was just like I know that there are people who you gotta tell um, but there are people who you must tell (laughs) and I think you should have left yesterday and I and part of me wanted to be like we ain't little no more like we grown you can't tell me what to do but I also knew that he was absolutely right, and it was coming from a place of love. So I was just like, big brother, I hear you, big brother. I'm leaving. Big again. brother. <laughs> I'm gone. Here's your text, letting you know where I am. Like, yeah, all of that. Um, So once things calmed down, once Monday and Tuesday passed, and the worst of the storm was past us, we knew what was going on. My partner was secure um, where she goes. needed to be. Then... We were like, you know, because I was feeling really guilty, too. I was like, you know, we can't really be out partying and kicking it because there's a whole storm. And we don't know, you know, how people are doing. And it just seems very insensitive to be like, you know, drinking it up with the with the daiquiris and, you know, posted it up in New Orleans. Um, so we did. We did. Once everything was calm, we knew where everything was. We definitely took advantage of the free vacation that my job paid for uh, by putting us up in Louisiana. So, we hit all of the spots. We hit um, Cafe Du Monde, which I kept saying Cafe Mandu. I have no idea why I kept saying Cafe Mandu. And I'm so glad that we figured that out before we went in public. I'm glad you figured that out. embarrassed because... That would have just not been a good look. They
2: would be like Cafe huh, Hawa,
1: right? So we went. Um, the kids had the real beignets. Of course, there's Cafe Beignet. There's other places, mm-hmm. but if you've gone, if you've watched you any travel, anything about food, you know you have to go to Cafe Du Monde. So. Those
2: beignets tasted like heaven. Like the fluffiness on the inside. It's a specific batter for beignets, and they they like they were thick and like the right density, and. And then the crisp on
1: the outside with the sugar. So needless to say, we have a fan of uh, true New Orleans beignets. So we had, the kids had beignets. I did not have beignets because way too much gluten and sugar and I wasn't finna do it. Because I was saving up my appetite because I knew that while I was there, I was going to be on some other like foolishness like I knew that there was no way that I was going to keep with any like regimented diet nutrition plan I wanted to eat all (laughs) the things um I am I'm surprised that I'm not paying for it more because I ate a whole lot of foolishness I had like a po' boy a day and that is definitely all the gluten um so I was able to find in Covington one bottle
0: one One bottle
1: in all of Covington of Gluten Assist Um, I need to hit the Gluten Assist people up so if anybody out there knows how to um, put together sponsorship packages I've done them for other people let me say that I've helped other people put them together I've never put one together for myself Um, so I need some assistance uh, so that I can get these gluten assist people on my team because they definitely need to sponsor me because gluten assist and prayer got me through the macaroni and cheese that I ate from Churches. Holly glory. Oh my gosh! so bomb. Oven baked
2: macaroni from Churches. Churches is
1: making oven baked macaroni so and cheese. Good. Now I don't eat Churches. With the honey I can't, glazed I, biscuits. See I don't eat Churches. I don't eat the honey glazed biscuits. I don't like chicken. Like y'all know how I feel about chicken. Um. As a staff, a record label, and as a motherfucking crew. Like, I don't, so I don't fuck with it. <laughs> right. Um, fuck Chicken XL. Like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> at all. Chicken food with XL. chicken. So, but. Churches has baked macaroni and, if you and
2: cheese. you want to be down with chicken, you too.
1: <laughs> um, baked macaroni and cheese. So, I had the baked macaroni and cheese from Churches. Oh, my God. Listen. <sighs> Far be it. For me to cast anybody into sin, far be it from me Mom. to tell anybody to do anything sinful. What I will say is,
2: do this one follow thing for me.
1: your heart, and if to you've got Jesus. cheese in your heart, let it out. Go Mom, get you I want
2: to say, let it out.
1: Go. Go get you the baked macaroni and cheese if they got it in your area.
2: With the honey glazed biscuits. she don't eat the honey glazed biscuits. Don't but if you like the honey glazed biscuits, get the honey glazed biscuits.
1: Get the get the baked macaroni and cheese from churches. That's yeah, that was worth it. Um, it was so really good. Like we yeah, we ate on that macaroni and cheese for two days. Like if we was,
2: didn't,
1: you did and I did, therefore we did. Your brother didn't, and I'm mad at him because I feel like he he wasted. He did, but remember, we left him some and then he didn't eat it, and I felt like that was a sin. Like that was a waste. I was Um, so hurt.
2: I was just like, that corner of mac and cheese that could have been in my stomach. Man,
1: listen. So, do yourself a favor, get the macaroni and cheese. Um, What else did we have? We had Popeyes from Canal oh Street. God. I got chicken strips because that's about the level of chicken that I can tolerate. That's um, what you
2: it, was it was okay. It was right. Like it didn't taste like they it made mean, it seem like it was just such a drastic difference. And I feel mm-hmm. like they didn't give us the spicy chicken. Like I feel like they gave us a mild chicken because they're like, yeah, we asked for spicy like, chicken like, strips. Ready for this?
1: Really they were just wildest. mild chicken strips. They weren't great. We felt like because they were from Louisiana, the birthplace of Popeye's chicken because the infamous Popeyes on canal Street um no, nah, it was just regular chicken strips it there was nothing special about them. I did eat their biscuits though, because I do like Popeye's biscuits. Um
2: I like okay, look Popeye's biscuits they'll ch- they'll choke you if you don't have a beverage, they'll choke you. Church's biscuits are fluffy and like Popeye's biscuits are denser and drier with
1: I beg to differ. My biscuit was buttery, fluffy, light goodness, and I enjoyed it. So um whatever. So <laughs> let's see. So uh gluten fest included Chicken and biscuits and macaroni and cheese from two chicken eateries. Um, Let's see. The first day I had a crawfish gumbo. No, not crawfish gumbo. A crawfish po' boy. You had the gumbo. I had
2: the um, seafood gumbo. And the fried oysters. oysters. And Pete had the
1: um, shrimp etouffee. So I had a little bit. Really? Really? You going to say they thicker than Gabby? Okay. Be that way. I'm not going to entertain that though. Um. So yes, Gluten Fest. Uh, etouffee has roux, which has flour, gluten. Uh, fried oysters batter, gluten. Um, gumbo has a roux made with flour, gluten. Had all of that and had a po' boy with some fried green tomatoes and oysters. That junk was so fire.
2: Well, we had to tell about that restaurant we went to. They had this alligator sausage.
1: Alligator Sausage at Delicious. Bayou Heat. So they pulled us into Bayou Heat. Um, this one guy, this
2: guy was character. hustling
1: people off the street. He was like, y'all look hot. Y'all look like y'all just need to come in, have a seat, blah, 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 blah. I think we had just left like Marie LeBeau's really. um, um, voodoo shop. Voodoo yeah. shop. Yeah. We went, we ate. The food was great. He talked us into getting... The um, he was like, because I, I was asking for char grilled oysters, I only had them once while I was there. There were only two things that I really wanted the whole time I was in New Orleans, and that was char grilled oysters and seafood boil. So he was like, We don't have char grilled, you can find them some other places, but I'm telling you what we got, and it's better than that. Get the alligator sausage. And he was like, Alligator
2: sausage, uh, uh, I mean, it don't sound bad. Yeah. We'll see. It he was, was like, The fries are
1: better than McDonald's. He did say the fries are better than McDonald's, and he was correct. It was, delicious. Um, it was delicious. So, of course, while I was there, I had a daiquiri. Now, I did not do drive-through daiquiris, which is a a New Orleans thing. Like, you can drive through. You can't, the driver cannot have the daiquiri. The person who is not driving can have the daiquiri. I think it's an unsafe practice. But what do I know? It's a thing. Every other block in New Orleans, every other block in Covington had a drive-through daiquiri place. I miss the drive-through daiquiris. Um, I went to one of those places in the French Quarter. I got one of the big, tall, big, easy daiquiris. I got a different kind of some bourbon, something that they mixed up for me at Bourbon mm-hmm. Heat. And I'm trying to think, did I get another drink? Mm-mm. I think those were all the drinks I had. I didn't do a whole lot of drinking. I saved all of my calories. I saved all my gluten fallout for the food. So the then bowl. we had a alligator po' boy now get back to the hotel, I'm asking these people every day, does anybody know where we can get a seafood boil, does anybody know where to get a seafood boil I'm looking online we have driven to Metairie, Metairie get to the place, they were like, a seafood boil we were yeah, like have crawfish seafood boil they were like, all we have is like, crab, crab. legs, And the crab or like, or whatever, it wasn't
2: in no juice, it was so, we weird, found a spot
1: in Covington. We were super excited because we went in and they had a boil and they brought the shrimp out from the back and they were fresh and it wasn't just the tail. Yeah. It was like the king prawn. Like king the, prawn. <laughs> like the whole thing and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we got some crab and we got some shrimp and we got some corn for the kids because I don't eat corn because corn is not a vegetable and it, come, it comes out the same Mom. way that it goes in. So, I don't eat corn. Mom. I don't. It I don't
2: comes eat. It the same way it goes in. Tip.
1: Anyways, so Rye, I would have asked you, but I knew what I needed to do. I needed to stop asking folks because they kept trying to send us to different restaurants. They were like, oh, this restaurant has good food. This restaurant has good food. I asked you about good food. I asked you about a seafood ball. That's what I asked you about. I said ball. So what you have to do if you're looking for a seafood ball, one, don't ask anybody. You got to go to St. Bernard. You got to go to St. Bernard. And you just drive down St. Bernard. And when you're just driving down St. Bernard, you will see on every corner a big sign at somebody's corner store. At a corner oh, store, oh, not a restaurant. Oh, oh, not a restaurant. At a corner store. Big signs. At a bodega. Big signs that say, hot seafood boil. B. If you go to a place to get you a seafood ball and they don't have no turkey necks. That ain't the right place. You need to go somewhere else. So we went, got the turkey necks, got um, the corn. The only thing we didn't get was the potatoes because we still have potatoes. Got some crab, got some crawfish baby. Okay. The seasoning on it was so good, the little dog tried to attack our bag. We had to tie the bag in another bag, put that bag in a box, and wrap it up in put a blanket. Put that bag in a box. <laughs> <laughs> burl (laughs) that's what you got to say you got to get the seafood burl and i think that's why they didn't know what to
2: tell us because we weren't asking the right way we were saying boil but they was like we're like where do you get a seafood boil and they were
1: like a seafood boil what is that but then when you say where you get a burl from then they'll help you because then they know so (laughs) we went to right so we went to st bernard we got the good seafood boil we got on the road um There were a couple of things that we needed to see before we left. There were a couple of things that we needed to do. Of course, we went to um, St. Louis uh, Cemetery Cemetery. 1 so that we could visit the uh, tomb of Madame Marie Mm -hmm. Laveau. Um, One of three tombs that are there. There is one very nice and shiny tomb. And they're like, this is the one. And this is where her children are buried. There's another one like right around the corner from that
2: the older one that's
1: an older one um they're like that might be it people really like to use it for movies now and then there's one in the corner that they never take you to my sneaking suspicion is (laughs) that's probably the more accurate one um so we so we went and did that we went and we paid our respects we didn't do any graffiti we didn't take anything from the hollow ground we just went and uh, paid our respects Bella, I see that you are sneaking back in from work. Well, you know that this will be up later so you can always watch it later. It'll also be posted to the website uh, purplehairandconverse.com So we did that. The other thing that we really wanted to do before we left was go and uh, pay homage at Congo Square. So we also managed to make it over to Congo Square and it just so happened that we walked up on a free concert. So, on Thursdays, they do Jazz in the Park. So, we walked up on a free concert, and um, ironically, we were looking for Congo Square. When you come into the park, there's a turnoff for you to get to Congo Square, but we didn't see that. So, we wound up doing the whole length of the park, going by the uh, Mahalia Jackson Jackson Theater. Theater, Um, just, you know, reading all the placards and we took a few pictures and then they were just starting to gear up for Jazz in the Park. It was about time for us to get on the road. So um, I had to use the restroom really, really badly. And I was like, where's the restroom? So when they showed us to the restroom, that is how. Hey, it's the chairman. Salute, 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 salute. <laughs> Eddie me said we cute. You know, you. we do what we can. We do what we can. We can. <laughs> so, um, so we made it to Congo Square. We went and we paid our respects. And just as we were leaving out, we run smack dab into the middle of, of a second Square. line. No, no, I no. Mean,
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about... No, Congo
1: I said Square. we we ran into Congo Square first. Oh, well, because yeah. that's when we were going to the restroom and then we discovered Congo Square and the by accident.
2: Like the original... Remember, yeah. yeah,
1: so um, the Municipal Auditorium. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we made it to Congo Square. We paid our respects. We're leaving out. Run smack dab into the middle of a second line. Oh. And it was cool. life. Like dressed up, feathers, footwork, Shot. in the whole nine. Dressed to the nines um, tens. Yes, so it just completed our whole trip. We just left there feeling lighter, ready to come back, and... Tackle whatever there was to tackle in Florida. So, like I said, we got back. There wasn't a whole lot to do. Um, this week has definitely been all about self-care. Lots of naps, facial mask. What have you been doing for self-care this week? Me? Yes, you. Personally.
2: Okay. So you know I'm in high school. It was cool to say that. Um. So I usually like have homework after school, but because of my classes they're very tiring and they're all over campus anyway so when i get back home i'm usually slumped and i want to take a nap but what i try to do is when i get home do my homework do my homework do what i need to do then after i eat and whatnot i do my um cleanse on my face you know my little carousel get some nature put you on but um and i do uh i spray my face with rose water for the moisture and then i use that effect. i'm right. using this lavender oil it is oh my goodness it's amazing for my skin like can y'all amazing, tell somebody
1: has been watching YouTube videos? I feel like any moment she's going to say. Hey, I don't you know you guys can see that. I don't know if you guys can see
2: that. It's a glare. I know you guys can see that. But you can find it in the description down below if you use my code KKME. Um, and you can get a 30% off discount. Um, but There's yeah. no
1: description. There's no code. That's the <laughs> shit we found at Marshalls. It just so no, happens to for work. Real.
2: We got that from Marshalls. It's amazing. I love it. That's what I've been doing for self-care and on Sundays. I make a day like I do my little facial mask not necessarily just all the you know extra the nails and stuff I do a facial mask You know so the skin can be together because I'm recovering from this summer and my skin needs it. Oh So
1: um So, yeah, the first show that we did this month, we talked about it, self-care. September is officially uh, Self-Care Awareness Month. There's a whole calendar. There's a national calendar that tells you, like, all the different things that are going on every month. Um, For some reason, well, no, not for some reason. In the middle of September, because of Independence Day for different countries, that's when Hispanic Heritage Month starts. Um... Also, Lat Lat Latinx Heritage Month. We'll say that. So, um, but from the beginning of summer to the end of summer, and then from the middle uh, from the beginning of September to the end of September is actually National Self Care Month. So we've been talking about self care and um, self care as a form of radical self love and as a form of resistance. So there, I will put some more links up on the page after we finish the video uh, to give you some ideas about self-care, how to start a self-care plan. If you're on Pinterest, find me on Pinterest. I have a whole self-care board. Um, you know, you can find me anywhere, Purple Hair and Converse or Malika Salaam. Um I read something interesting that asked the question, why why are millennials so obsessed with self-care? And I thought that that was such an interesting question. Because I didn't know that it was really a millennial thing. I think sometimes millennials get like the praise oh, or blood. the brunt, or the the blame for having stuff or, you know, whatever. It's, oh, the millennials came up with it. And I don't think that that's always the case. Um, I think that... People are just in a place now where it's like they know what it is that they need and they're not afraid to get it. I think sometimes people are harder on millennials because they are so unapologetic about it and it makes people angry. I think there are people who try to relate to millennials. Like Kanye said that he, he, at, the VMA, was like, we're millennials. millennials. I was like, bro, we're You're not millennials. We're not. We're the same age, Kanye. We're not millennials at all. And that's okay. Like I don't try to own that. And I'm definitely trying not not trying to take anything away from them. Like I've had my experiences. I've had my life and I've, you know, made the choices that I've made. And there were some older, older people and elders around me, who didn't understand it? Who didn't get it? Who criticized me? Who didn't like the way that I did it? But like Frank Sinatra said, you know, I did it my way, and uh, that's what the millennials are about. Like, let them have at it. This is their, this is the world that they're inheriting from us. Let them make their mark on the world. It's your world. As an elder, all you can do is give them as much guidance as they are willing to accept, and then step back and understand that they're going to do it their way. The same way you did it your way. Get over it. So I don't think it's a matter of privilege. I will say this. One of the best quotes that I did see from this article. And I'll post the link to the article again um, in the comments after the video is over. The, this is from the Millennial Obsession with Self-Care from NPR. Uh, this was a wonderful quote. Caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. That's from Audre Lorde in her 1988 book, A Burst of Light. I love that. Um, Because we're at war. We are. It ain't a whole lot that I can say that Kanye, like, post... I don't think I really fooled with him. I haven't really fooled with him since he was backpacked, Kanye. Just real talk. Like maybe graduation graduation. yeah i think graduation kanye was like the last time i wasn't really feeling in my 808 to heartbreaks heartbreak and kind of anything after that i wasn't really there for um
2: especially but like like late registration
1: life of pablo Pablo, no No, i wasn't there for it um but everything from late registration to graduation i was there for and on late registration um he opens up Jesus Walks and he says we're at war with terrorism, we're at war with racism but mostly we're at war with ourselves like, real talk y'all there's a challenge I have not seen the challenge I would not have even been made aware of the challenge if it wasn't for these Hey, (sighs) you (sighs) sippin
2: artistically
1: artistically
2: Siffin, I will say I
1: can see that. But he's just not have. He didn't have my heart the same way. And I guess I get it because I think that was when his heart really got broken. Like, for real, for real. That was like when the switch flipped for him. Because um, he definitely hasn't been the same. You said Cat man. Oh. Right. But he hadn't been the same. Um, that He might have been a little touch of the same around 808 Kanye. And but then, I, But I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so, um... He said, we're at war with racism, we're at war with terrorism, we're at war with ourselves. This week, there was a challenge somewhere on the interwebs that started trending. One, I'm not going to give the name of the challenge. um, Because I think, for me, what I have discovered is that even though I may not want to know something, when I get the information, then I want to vet the information. So I'll go and I'll check it out. So I'm not going to give any shine to that. Um, because a really dope sister that I know by the name of Shahida Jones out of Memphis, Tennessee, although I'm fairly sure she's worldwide. I know that there are people in all kinds of places that know her. Um, if you don't know her as Shahida, you may know her as Shay. And, um, She's a dope artist, manager. She's a dope social media uh, mogul, SEO. Like, you name it, when it comes to marketing, she can be that. A K A.
2: She's... A.K.A. <laughs> right.
1: She's a super... Like, she's just a super dope sister. And I've had a chance to be um, in her presence up close and personal. And, like, I really fuck with her longitudinally. Um, the long The long way. So... I don't I don't really get on Facebook and post a whole lot um anymore and I don't really um interact too much on Facebook outside of my personal relationships with people because I just it's so easy to get triggered. It's so easy to get pulled into. I have friends who sit at so many different intersections. So I find myself getting pulled into uh, conversations around blackness, around feminism, around being, you know, can you be a black feminist versus a womanist or, you know, conversations around being queer, being a person of color in a interracial a relationship, being a queer person of color, um, the difference between a HOTEP and a FOTEP. There's so many conversations that are going on that one of my methods of self-care is checking out of social media regularly and not interacting Um, with all of those conversations on a continual basis. I'm very selective about what I choose to entertain on social media. Now, in real life, the real work that I do, you may never see a picture of it. You may never see any of that come up on social media um, because I'm out doing it. I'm out living it. I'm out being a part of it. And those conversations are important to me and they're sacred to me. And I want to be a part of the work. And sometimes I get sidelined with the conversation and that means I'm not doing the work. So she posted a video, a live video, um, that I caught last night. It was from a couple days ago called black girl. And it was around this, uh, it was around this hashtag that is trending. And it was really around the, ba- the value that is placed on black girls and black women in society. And there there were some things in there that within the first three to four minutes she had me broken down. By minute seven, I was in tears. I was up early this morning um, in Ryan's inbox cause I was at work and I knew she would be up. Um, just basically <laughs> telling her like how affected I was Everything she said on that video was absolutely necessary. Understand that I agree 100% wholeheartedly with it. She's one of the few people that when she talks, I just shut up and listen. And then when she's done talking, I ask what I can do. How can I support her? Uh, She wrote an article this week about her daughter and um, her daughter's assault and how The police responded to it and her, what she was able to glean from that experience about just further insight about how black black women are treated. So let me say, as a form of resistance, self-care remains an imperative. If I take care of myself, then I can take care of somebody else. But only once I've taken care of myself, only once I have valued myself and say that I matter enough for me to do the things for my existence to continue. Can I then begin to extend that to my daughter, to my sisters, to my cousins, my nieces, my aunts, to everybody outside of me?
2: Fill up that vessel.
1: Because you can't serve from an empty vessel it is imperative that we are also cautious with what we consume and what we choose to participate in. If, if something is not feeding you, if whether it's a person, place, thing, situation, mindset, it is incumbent upon you to change it for your health. Um. It is an act of political warfare when you're going into a world that is constantly telling you that you have little to no value that your life doesn't matter where you're constantly being inundated with images of people who look like you being imprisoned, being abused, being raped, being murdered um being looked over, passed over, oppressed, suppressed, repressed that you say to yourself at a certain point, it's okay for me to check out. It's okay for me to check out of Facebook. It's okay for me to check out of Twitter. It's okay for me to shut down from social media. It's okay for me to only talk to people who I want to talk to when I want to talk to them because that is the best thing that I can do for myself right now not to continue to traumatize myself, not to continue to be a part of conversations that are unhealthy for me. And for in my case, I'm gonna take that a step further, not to be a part of conversations that are unhealthy for me and unproductive. If at the end of that conversation, I don't have a solution, I don't have an action plan, there's not a thing that I can do that can make a difference, then I am not in the right conversation one, because I want to be a part of a conversation with solutionists. And two, I'm wasting my energy. I can go do something that's maintenance for myself. I can go get a pedicure, a manicure. So that's it. I'm off my soapbox. Um, be loved, y'all. Be loved. And be loving.
0: Love.
1: And do what it is that you need to do to take care of Yourself to your fullest potential, to your fullest capabilities. Don't be afraid to say no and let your no know mean no. Don't be afraid to say yes. Don't be afraid to take a chance. um Again, I'll be posting lots of links after we wrap up this video. Millie
2: really rocking now, though
1: Um, I am not Millie really rocking. I don't know how to Millie really rock. What is Millie really rocking? Literally,
2: kind of doing it. just This is. Kinda, you need to go ahead. You're not confident with it. You're just—I'm not confident with it because I've never Millie rocked. I've never had a reason to. I've
1: never had a reason to Millie rock. Well, this time
2: my Millie rock started. It was tragic. Was like it was so tragic. You just gotta—I
1: guess Millie rocks can be tragic. you Gotta reverse it. Really wouldn't know.
2: Not really sure about that. Um, And remember, you cannot hide who
1: you are. You cannot hide who you are. So, um, that brings us to the end of this episode of The Intersection. So, of course, there have been some delays with turning this into an official podcast. Um, once everything is worked out, then you'll also be able to find this on its own official channel. Um, until then, you can find it here and you'll be able to find it at purplehairandconverse.com please make sure to like and follow Purple Hair and Converse on all the major social media platforms obviously here on Facebook I'm on Twitter I'm on Instagram and I'm on Pinterest those are all the major ones for me I'm on Snapchat but my name isn't even Purple Hair and Converse on Snapchat and I don't really be Snapchatting anything I'm not going to tell you anything great about makeup although my eyebrows the brows are
2: hitting
1: yeah uh, shout oh. out to my daughter Nunchucks for showing me how to do my brows. Uh,
2: follow me on Facebook and add me on Kick. Um, <laughs> um, friend me on Instagram. Is so anybody still on Kick? No, the joke.
1: Because uh, I was like, I think I so said bad. follow me
2: on Facebook, Mom. <laughs> you can follow people on
1: Facebook now. You
2: but, don't have to frown Well, them. I know, but you can just follow. It's a thing. Add me on Facebook. Into. At chocolate g wonder and follow both of my instagram accounts harlem.nights and memphis.mornings is my backup account you already know what the deal is salute 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 okay
1: so one day i'm going to get a new co-host it's not going to be today <laughs> it's probably not going to be anytime soon cuz she's Ouch. the best um so uh we are behind on the tea you want to get a little bit of tea in like maybe some insecurity
2: insecurity let me just start off with the soundtrack. the soundtrack is like bomb i shazammed
1: and so many songs um new
2: playlists can you say new playlist? so
1: last year after insecure ended they did not have an official soundtrack a bunch of people like put together like they tracked the songs and put together playlist. I'm really, really hoping that they will go ahead and give us an official insecure soundtrack this year. Um because <laughs> fool
2: yeah. me. Oh yeah. And follow me on my face. <sighs> mm-hmm.
1: Anyways, hopefully we'll get an official insecure soundtrack. If not, I will probably be curating my own because I did I did, Shazam, I did I did Shazam a lot of dope music um from Insecure this year. Um I was there was a surprise ending. Listen, only Tom and Justin no, what's his name? Timberlake. I was gonna say Bieber. Only Tom and Justin Timberlake <laughs> are still on my Ain't nobody on my I ain't on my face. <laughs> my face. Everything's on Spotify, but I ain't... I listen. Spotify,
2: mom. Title is where you need to be.
1: I'm on Title. I'm on Google Play. I almost decided to get back on Apple Music because... um
2: Tracy. Frank Ocean? No, Tracy
1: oh. Ross. Well, you know, I was on it for Trank, for French Ocean because Blonde and was on I there first. I still haven't
2: watched Endless.
1: But... So. But I, I refuse to it, get back yeah, on yeah. it. Um, and I heard that that's the only other place you can get lemonade. But I don't care because I got titles. so I watch it on title. So Please I Tracy,
2: Ross.
1: Tracy Ellis Ross is doing the. Um, she's doing T murder again, where she does the rap. So last yeah, night she premiered, I saw with it. Big Sean. Yep. So shout out, shout out, shout out. That's definitely a you tried it and you succeeded. Um, I got all my seven ha-has off of that. It was wonderful. I love it when she does t Murder. But apparently right now it's only on Apple Music and I refuse to...
2: Um... I refused.
1: Yes, Google Play over Spotify. Sorry, I really don't fool with them. And then Google Play also absorbed Songza and Songza used to be My go to for the music concierge, and so now that has been absorbed into Google Play. So they do all the playlists and the suggestions, and they got dope suggestions. I never really got into Spotify. Um, but hey, if you're on Apple Music and you want to share your code with your girl, feel free to slide it into my inbox so that I can watch Tracy Ellis Ross do T Murder and uh carpool karaoke because that's the only reason why I want to see
2: it. (laughs) <laughs> That's the
1: only reason, uh, but yeah, no, I don't fool with spotify, uh definitely keeping title, definitely keeping google play um surprise endings on instabure and I'm really disappointed in Molly. Spoiler alert! If you have not watched Insecure season finale, go ahead and ahead, just turn just go right ahead now. and turn it off now. Watch this yeah. later after you watch it. Um, if you've been able to avoid it, um, if you've been able to avoid all the spoilers from last Sunday to now, then by all means, continue avoiding it. If you haven't. Molly and Dro get on my everlasting nerves. And I'm so disappointed because she was, her and Lil Rel was was hooking up and I thought that they were finna be a thing and then they ain't even a thing and I think that that's just tragic. I'm like, you could've, like, she could've, um, (laughs) see you sit. Yeah, don't let us ruin it for you. Um, and thank you. So, Molly, And Dro, and I still think in season three we're gonna find out that Dro is being sideways um, and that he doesn't have an open agreement with his wife. I would be surprised if we find out something different, but I'm fairly sure that that's what it is because that sneaky little I'm gonna slide out first and then you slide out first is disrespectful. Even if you are in an open relationship, you're at somebody's birthday party, you don't go screw your other person. If you the pivot, whatever you don't like, go take him in the bathroom. Like that was trash. That was trash. If your girl didn't know about it, if you couldn't tell your girl about it openly, then it was trash. Um, throw him in the trash, starting in. So I don't fool rule, I Throw the
2: whole drawer away.
1: Right, throw the whole drawer away, starting with his grill. That was shade, but. I don't like that. But man's I don't tea. like his, his teeth. Like I wish he would
2: invest in bases or braces or veneers. Like
1: Invisalign, anything. Um, so yeah, I don't fool with him. I don't fool with that. I think that situation is going to be revealed to not be so clean. Um, I am actually interested to see what happened with Issa and Daniel. I think that the fact that she keeps going back to him, there's definitely unfinished business. Uh, their last conversation, when after he had given her con- give, given her after he had given her conjunctivitis, I'm fairly sure that what he said after that was I thought it was gonna be the end, but apparently it wasn't because she showed up on his doorstep. So it'll be interesting cool. to see she if this dead. turns into a relationship. It will also be interesting to see if um, Lawrence gets over his insecurity and him and a partner wind up together. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. were kind of a cute couple, but. <laughs> But I don't... We'll see because he's... Now he's done with his own insecurity and it's not cute. It's not cute at all. So... Um, he's a broken hearted black woman.
2: Black woman.
1: He's a broken hearted black woman. Wow. He's as bad as Van.
2: With mm. that damn hoodie
1: on. Looking like your lover and your mm. secretary. <laughs> with the little sc- oh. I couldn't with that scarf and them glasses. And that... Van was doing the most on um, black in Chicago. This I don't even watch that. Right <laughs> No, you got <laughs> Mom. <shade>. <laughs> this was literally Van talking to his girl about how disrespectful she was to show up at the party with another dude,
2: and it was nighttime. She was <laughs> like, no. "Take shades off <laughs> at night. Nighttime. I won't respect <laughs> you. Tried it. I don't even
1: watch Black Ink Crew Chicago. Like I don't even like them. I never have. Um." Even Black Ink just got to be extra, but that one episode that I tuned into
2: it saw that I that, just, that no. solidified my dumbness with them. Van.
1: Van is extra. So
2: Van. um
1: so let's see, what else is going on? I need to catch up on being Mary Jane before I can give y'all any further information on that the last thing that I saw Justin was over it but clearly her and Justin are still together because she has some major decision to make about who's going to be the next producer now that Garrett is out if it's going to be Cara or if it's going to be Justin so we'll see how that goes Um, and apparently her mama is cheating with the other guy again so we'll see how all that goes Is she with him again? we'll see right the affair from 50 years ago so, everybody's just cheating, McCheaty faces in Black TV land. Um, so, that's it on the shows. That's all the tea I have on the shows. Uh, shall we go ahead and do the You Tried It? Let's do it. So, for all of the people who decided to participate in that tragic ass, traumatic ass hashtag that trended this week. You, you tried, tried it and you mm-hmm. failed. Um, I just don't even want to give that any more energy. Like I'm, I'm it's just
2: done for. To put, <sighs> it's Tupac spelled backwards.
1: Wow, I just am glad for all of the wonderful experiences that we've had that continue to restore my faith in humanity and let me know that there are lots of decent, loving kind people in the world who are not hell bent on traumatizing and re-traumatizing each other Um, that there are hurt people who want to heal and not hurt other people so I'm reminded of all of those things in the face of these folks who be on that bullshit Um, anybody for you for you tried it
2: oh it was somebody
1: and I wish you were a little bit taller you wish you were a baller
2: I wish I had a girl look good on the ball. i, w- I, I wish a
1: rabbit I in a hat with a bat, bat and a six-foot six yeah think so
2: but I don't remember but yeah
1: okay well I guess that's it for you oh Trent.
2: Irma you tried it
1: you failed yeah. that the raggedy Dua. bitch definitely tried it I'm full with her um yeah. But we made it, and we're back, and you can catch us every Wednesday um, um, right here on Facebook Live on Purple Hair in Converse, and uh, at purplehairandconverse.com. You've got all of the follow us here, and follow us there, and like us, and da-da-da-da-da, and add us. So um, that's it. I think that's all we have to offer. We're gonna go ahead and close this out. On a high note, um, y'all know that I am a parent, this is my progeny, and three days a week I am responsible for driving her to school. Those are my drop-off days. On my drop-off days, I like to play what I call motivation music. Um, I am sure that several people will disagree with my choices in music. But she loves it. I love it. We have good conversation. We have good dialogue. Um, This song right here s- comes directly from our hearts. Um, My it is an anthem. Okay, I
2: feel a personal connection to
1: it. Absolutely. You know why, Mina? Because we are Memphis as fuck. Memphis niggas. For real. So Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, we Memphis, Memphis niggas. niggas. There's a part of me that's a Memphis nigga. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna front. Um, so... It was great to see this performance. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It was on Jimmy Fallon. You know which one. Showed all the way. The dollar bill with the, her
2: faces on up, the home
1: hair team down to the represented. D's. So, just in case you're wondering what we're talking about, we're gonna go ahead and play it for you. Like to hear it? Here, Here you go. go. Catch us next week. Make sure to meet us at the, the
2: intersection. intersection.
3: I'll just strip club after niggas up. Young money, money. Yeah. Money. Me and Mike William put the AOD back to back. The AMG 63s. Well I fell on my hoes. Break it up. Break it down. Bag it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, 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 I tell all my hoes. Break it up, break it down, it up, it up, fuck 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 it up. up, up, I made love to a first I had temple. Twenty thousand once She said I'm that nigga. I said I'm that nigga, bitch. I already know I come with bad. Well, they say I'm a storm Baby, S is in my charm That's a Rockefeller train I was sending brick to Harlem Back when Jay was still with Dame I'm in mean, for leave, child I gotta protect on, Okay, gotta stripper with me She picked up the chick home She gon' fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up She don't need makeup, makeup. She gon' right. rake it up, rake it up, rake it up Tell the nigga pay up, pay up She said pay for the pussy, pay for the pussy Hey, wait, pay for the puss, wait, wait for the pussy, wait, wait for the pussy Hey God, forgive me I, Cause I pray for the pussy, pray for the pussy I tell all my hoes Rake it up Break it down Bag it up Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. it up, it up, it up, it up. Bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. I tell all my hoes, rake it up, break it down, bag it up. Fuck it up, 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 fuck it
2: up, fuck it up, fuck it up. brought out the pink Lamborghini just a race for China. What the race to China? Just a race in China. Little bad bitch, but she mixed with China. Real sick. Vagina Smuggle bricks to China I call all my niggas down. Cut the chip Cut the chip Buss it down, it down. It
0: down. It Pretty and goofy down
2: I'ma do I'm a snitch on it Yeah, on it, it. I'm, I'm a bad b- bitch I'ma go fix on it I'ma bust bus it open I'm stupid on it I don't date, honey Could be on Tsunami All my niggas like me Once they get that good punani I think he needs the bonnie I might just let them find me Never trust a big butt And a smile worth a runny Rep queens like supreme. Ass weapon Nikki, that ass been me and Joe. Nigga from me my dog. this game is freezing like it wait in the cow. the name is Nikki, but my name ain't the cow.
3: I tell all my hoes, rake it up. Break it down Bag it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, 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 it up. I tell all my hoes, break it up, break it down, it up, up, bag it up, up, fuck it 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 up, it up, it up, break it up, it up, it up. All the niggas got my name in their mouth. I know. The bad bitches, but no niggas, who bitches too They should bleed once a month Cause that would be bitches, bitches, do you a yes. And your bitch shit expose you. you All them pillow talking nigga, that was the whole do you a yes. Word to my nigga short We won't write no statement We ain't showing up in court We don't do no gossiping We, we don't do no, no arguing do We no arguing. don't we be on social sites We, we just, just hit our target We don't do no rumors, rooms, We don't pay no shoes. <laughs> you a little ditty. bitch. You should work at You an old hater. You a fucking cougar. You a a VX. Y'all like twin sisters. Respect your hustle. Get your money, baby. Win with us. Your boyfriend acting like a a VX. Why you still tell all my hoes? Break it up. Break it down. Bag it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, rig it up, rig it up, rig it up, up, bag up, bag up, up, up. I tell all my hoes, it up, break it it up, fuck it up,
0: fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck up, up, up. Down. Down. Down.